You just be you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's bad advice. vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to the worst contest on the internet, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. My name is Vinny Paulino. You may also know me as the people's champion. In the other room is my co-host, Hot Carl. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. We should also welcome into the studio for the very first time on the Creep Off, ladies and gentlemen. It is WATP's very own goat. It's Andy. Hey, what's going on? Nice to have you with us today. Yeah. Now. You threw some shade at me at a bonus episode I did of WATP a few weeks ago and basically guilted your way into the studio. Well, yeah, kind of. I, I did not expect to be invited on. I was just trying to discredit you on WATP. I see. Yeah. I see. But I still love the show. I'm glad to be here. Okay. Well, that's great. Glad to have you. <laughs> Pleasantries are done, I guess. Fuck. What a start to a show. Can so, we talk about the voting? We're on a game I don't want to. I don't want to. We're on a game point week, which means if I won this past week, you are spinning the wheel today. If you won. If I won. And I will tell you that I looked at the voting this week. It was close. It was close all week. Yeah, it was very close. But as of this morning, I believe... Before we announce it, I want to discuss one thing. I believe I was up by a couple of months. Before Before we get there, we need to discuss one thing. Yeah. We need to remove Crocs from the wheel. Oh, and we right. need to replace it with something. Oh, shit. Mm. This is moving too quickly for us. I have I'm not a, prepared. <laughs> I have a suggestion. Okay, what do you got? If you land on this one, you have to go spend eight hours in the Syracuse Mall. Oh, wow. So you actually have to go to Syracuse? You, you have to go to Syracuse and you have to walk around their shitty so mall. So what is it? Like once something is hit on the wheel you have to it has to be replaced yes, right. yes okay yes. so we're replacing crocs i don't know about that one Vinny. how what what kind of content does that bring to the show how, what, you have to like live stream the majority of it all right i mean it's isn't most of that mall an arcade at this point does it it's not even terrible? an arcade it's a lot of drywall <laughs> <laughs> it's just a ton of drywall to make up the square footage all right so ladies and gentlemen the last i checked here was the score you ready carl yeah what do you got it uh, looks like Vinny has a 52% lead as of right now. You're going to do a quick refresh, see if that's changed, because it's neck and neck. It's very close. And as we look at Motherfucker! And now I have 52 <laughs> Now I have 52%. All right, Vinny, I want to hit the horn, and I want to hit the USA chant, but I'm calling shenanigans on this. Why? Please because, do. Okay, because, well, I mentioned this in the Discord just a few minutes ago. Didn't we agree that we were going to stop the voting on Sunday night so this shit didn't happen? Yes. And aren't we looking at it up until real time now? Yeah. I'm calling shenanigans. I think we need to tally the votes as of midnight last night and see who won. Uh, well, we'll have to do that after the show then. Oh, fuck. You're right. That's a whole thing. So All that, right, would, yeah. that would so stop Vinny just- from spinning? That would stop. I know it would stop me from spinning because I know I was leading. I don't like this because it involves you being nice to Vinny. That's not the nature. You're right. I won, baby. (laughs) 
Oh, thank God Andy's here to remind me. I don't give a shit about if it's fair or not. If you feel this is like bullshit, I need you to start the hashtag. I already started it in the YouTube. Uh, Hashtag justice for Vinny. Honestly, I was was winning last night and I was winning this morning. If you look in the Discord, even Casey mentioned something about how you're going to be spinning today. And that was timestamped around 1030. So this is well documented that I did have the lead. I don't know. There's a lot of nonsense going on. A lot of ballots being dropped off at 3 a.m. I won this creep off by a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That was Uncle Sammy. He's my favorite right now. I don't vote. I don't vote for the president. I don't Um, vote for this show. You don't vote for the creep off? No. Come on. It's a good thing. You probably vote for Vinny. Yes, I probably do. I'm surprised everybody doesn't vote for Vinny out of spite to spite you. That's how it used to go. I know. And then the power of Anthony Fauci hate has propelled me to a five to one victory. Whoa. It's really unbelievable. I, I, I want to thank all the people who supported our campaigns and supported us. Well, I just want everybody to know victory. that I I've, I've had the wheel and it's, it's regulation and the quarters that are taped to the back are regulation quarters. So I checked them the myself. I checked them myself. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something right now, Carl. I'm going to spin the wheel today, and I'm going to spin it with my head held high. Good. And I'm going to do my consequence in a Good. timely manner, even though you have skated on your last consequence. You may be wearing them right now, but you didn't wear them to Florida. You didn't buy them for like three weeks after you lost. So you should have been wearing them for like another at least three weeks. I can't wait for you to get stabbed in Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do I have to wear the Crocs in Gary when I have to go to Gary? <sighs> yes, you do. I now, will tell you this, that... These Crocs, I wear them around the house. I wear them when I exercise. I was talking to Dick about this the other day. He just got Crocs for Christmas. Oh. He loves them. They're the most comfortable. God footwear. damn it! I was I forgot I was gonna wear mine. I have. <laughs> they're so comfortable. I have like some water ones that are they're weird looking. That's great. His consequence was comfort. Yeah. that's great. <laughs> I know. They're amazing. It's fucking they're great. Great on the uh, I want to know what would have happened if uh, Vinny had gotten do a Nick Bait album. How did the fuck does that work? I would have. I would have <laughs> found. I had a plan. I would have found karaoke tracks. Oh yeah. And I would have okay. just done like something fun. That's kind of what I did with that rap one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I would have done cool. something good. I would. I would have put the time in. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll spin the fucking wheel later. Yes. All right. I'm looking forward to that. I guess that means you get to go first. Let's start the contest, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about this. We decided this week we were going to do creepiest porn actor. It's actually actor or, or actress, Carl. Right. Porn star. Yeah, porn. I don't like the word porn. These people are not stars. No. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> not one I star say, among them. And and frankly, from what I've seen, they're not really acting either. They're no. just basically people who are getting fucked on film. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. It's not, There's not a lot of skill to it. All right, let me get through my... Uh, my guide this week. This is a guy, David Meza is his real name. His porn name is Mario Romo. This is a gay porn actor who's 27 years old and through porn acting, and I guess he's an escort on the side. He does a lot of like uh, gay sex work. Sure. He gets a, uh, a sugar daddy of sorts. There's this guy named Jake Mariendo. Okay. And they also call him Jay Mariendo. I guess his friends called him Jay, but Jay or Jake, 51 years old, and he befriends this guy. David Meza was a male porn model, and Jay, twice Meza's age, had fallen for him. Jay was extremely generous to this guy, David. He gave him gifts, expensive gifts. That was Jay. 
Yeah, what kind of gifts are we talking about when you say expensive gifts? In just a few months, Merendino bought Meza cars, motorcycles, and paid for trips, classes, and dental procedures. All right, so this is this guy's sugar daddy. This Clearly. is working out pretty well. You fix somebody's teeth whose mouth you ain't fucking. <laughs> right. Yes, that's a good point, Vinny. Thank you. Brilliant observation. So sick of looking at that dead tooth when I stick my <laughs> dick in it. Yeah, stuttering John might want to think about sucking this guy's dick. <laughs> Get dental work out of it. So this guy, he's a, a Texan millionaire. He flips houses for a living. He decides he's going to retire. He buys a condo in Mexico. It is oceanfront property. And he wants to bring his boyfriend, David, down there with him to live in sure, this Sure, why not? Well, there's just one problem with that. What are your turn-ons? Oh, basically everything. I, uh... The person we're listening to talking right now is David Mazza, the, the porn actor. What are your turn-ons? Oh, basically everything. I, I mean, I like to go crazy on my, my girlfriend. That's right. David has a girlfriend, beautiful Taylor Langston. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so this David guy is leave, living a double life. He's got this boyfriend that takes care of him and buys him motorcycles and trips and dental work. And then he also has this 20-year-old girlfriend who's, by the way, smoking. So you're just basically shaming this guy for living an adventurous lifestyle. I'm not shaming anybody. I'm telling you the facts. Well, I'm you're technically calling him a creep by just bringing him up here. Well, you're going to find out why. This part is not why he's a creep, Vinny. Now, his girlfriend is pregnant. So this is a problem because here he's supposed to move in with his boyfriend down in Mexico, but his girlfriend's up in San Diego and she's pregnant. So he has to figure out some type of solution to this. Oh, boy. Because he wants to be a good dad. He's looking forward to having a kid. So he's down. They go down to the condo. Now it's not ready for them yet. So they have to stay in a hotel. So we have David and Jake staying at this hotel together. David leaves 1030 PM. He texts his boyfriend around 1 AM. Okay. I'm stranded on the side of the road. Can you come and help me? And he's not telling the truth, is he? So he says his motorcycle is broken down and he needs this guy to come down and help him. Now, a hotel security guard saw him leaving the hotel at 1 a.m. and even told the guy, hey, I'm going to help my friend. He's stranded on the side of the road. That would be the last time anybody would hear from our buddy Jake. So Jake goes down to help this guy out. And uh, later, the police find him. His bloody body dragged and dumped like garbage 200 feet down. He was found stabbed 24 times with his throat slit and he was down in a ravine. This was a brutal, brutal murder. In fact, when they asked people, remember they're in Mexico, when they asked people on the street what they thought happened, this is what people were uh, suggesting. They thought that it was like a serial killer. <laughs> I had to play that. It sounded like Cartman. <laughs> I like tacos and burritos. <laughs> they thought that it was like a serial killer. Sorry. Adios mio. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. So the, the report on this I thought was odd because remember, this guy is an older gentleman. He's a bigger guy. He's a gay man. He has this younger boyfriend. And I'm not sure why they describe him like this. It seemed odd to me. But who would want to kill such a kind, loving bear of a man? <laughs> why do they just call him a bear? Isn't that kind of weird? <laughs> you know why they called him a bear. Seriously, was it because of the gay thing? It might be. <laughs> okay. All right. So... 
This guy's going to have a problem here. This guy living a double life. Sure. Who messaged him and said he was stranded by the side of the road. He's got to come up the with the one with the pregnant girlfriend. The one with the pregnant girlfriend <laughs> yeah. that his boyfriend didn't know about, who's getting all this stuff from him. He better come up with an alibi. He better think one up real quick. Then Meza allegedly tells the FBI this story. Meza stated to FBI agents that he meant to rob Marandino, but that he got cold feet and left. That was his story. Meza also said that he called Langston, his girlfriend, and enlisted her assistance in robbing Marandino. Not a very accomplished criminal. Not one that could come up with a good alibi either. Alibi folded up like a cheap suit. I love that he goes, How I didn't kill him. I was just going to rob him and take his stuff. Of course it wasn't me. That's a great alibi. Yeah. Fucking stupid. So very sloppy work here, Vinny. Very, very sloppy. Yeah, I would work say so, yes. On his part. While Jay's fifteen thousand dollar Rolex remains missing, they do find his iPad at the couple's home. Not only that, police claim the alleged deadly duo tried to cover up the crime by erasing critical timeline data from their cell phones. The phones were wiped clean. During the period in question when Jay uh, was murdered, uh, you can't trace what communications there were between David Mesa and, and Taylor Langston. If you're going to murder someone, don't bring their iPad back to your house afterwards. <laughs> Just throw solid, it out there. Solid advice. In a news release, federal authorities described what Meza did to Mariendo as near decapitation. U.S. District Judge Jeffrey T. Miller said at the hearing, the Miriam Dictionary defines heinous as hatefully or shockingly evil. This murder was shockingly evil, excessively so. If we try to visualize what happened, we visualize blow after blow after blow after blow after slash after slash after slash after blow and repeat another three times. One can't even imagine the torture and torment Mr. Mariendo experienced. That's what the judge said. Wow. After experiencing this. Now, you're probably wondering, what's the point of murdering your boyfriend, your rich boyfriend? How is that going to help you in any single way? What's the motive? I'm guessing insurance. Oh, it's better than that. But there's more. Just days after Marandino was knifed to death, Jay's new will mysteriously shows up, and it's handwritten. The fate of Jake's fortune may rest on one of these little hotel notepads. Jake supposedly scratched out a new will on one of these pads, and he left his entire estate to his lover, David. Yep, David Meza is the sole beneficiary. What a fucking moron! <laughs> And this guy, he's a millionaire. He had a will that was signed. Uh, an attorney was involved. There were witnesses. And then he's like, this overrides the other will. You can even see the image of it. It's on the internet. This overrides the other will. I now leave everything to David Meza. <laughs> handwritten. Handwritten on the hotel was there, stationery. Was there a witness signed on there too? Yeah, was it notarized? Yeah. There was none of that. None of that. This fucking shithead thought he was just going to text the guy, come meet me, murder him, and then get all the money. Oh, Jesus. So, And the, the guy that killed him wrote it? Well, I we don't assume? know who wrote it. Okay. I don't think they had to look too much into that. I mean, it's very possible that he did write it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who wrote it. He obviously wrote it. Well, he, this guy is so sloppy. Less than a month after the murder, Meza left a voicemail for his girlfriend where he said this. Every day of my life, I woke up feeling guilty. I wake up hating myself for doing that. I had to. I had no choice. No, I had a choice. But I did it because I wanted to for my family. Huh. 
really, really smart stuff. Well, he had a baby on the way. Smell. Listen, I think that any young man who has a child on the way needs to become an, as enterprising as possible. So he has life in prison. He will spend the rest of his life in prison. Okay. He has been convicted of this murder. And uh, his girlfriend got 18 months because she was obstructing with justice. So does the baby get nine months with that, too? Like, how does that work? Does I don't the baby know. have to stay nine in jail with her? Prison? I don't know. They're actually married now, too. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. With do they have a jail condo? Do they do they let them do that or Conjugals. the guy's not wealthy? He was going to be if it had worked out, but it didn't work out. So he's not a wealthy guy. I want to point out because I was doing a bunch of research on creepy porn stars. I want to give a quick honorable mention if I could because it's just a funny story. Sure, go. Do you right guys ahead. know who Asia Carrera is? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I she's do, pretty actually, pretty yeah. famous porn actress from back in the day. Sure, she was arrested for a DUI. Listen to this: this is the best way to get a DUI ever. She brings her kid to school, to elementary school, drops the kid off, decides she needs a little nap, walks into the school with her kid, finds a couch, lays down, and passes out. The police wake her up. She reeks like alcohol. And she admits, yeah, all right, I've, I've been drinking. She brought her kid to school drunk and then passed out in the school. And then she tried to flee. After the cops woke her up, she's fucking fantastic. <laughs> fucking amazing. What a talent. I know. I didn't think that was good enough to win a creep off, but I thought it would be fun to, to at least talk about. That's a great story. All so, right. uh, Andy, would you like to go next? Oh, sure. Why not? Well, my creep is, I mean, it's actually two creeps. All right. And they, uh, my creep is Amanda Logue. And, uh, but her boyfriend. Jason, it all starts with Jason Andrews, her boyfriend. Let's uh, hear clip one, Carl. She's a small-town wife and mom who leaves her family to be a porn star. She was married to a retired police officer. He's a strapping Marine who also leaves his family and the military to be a porn star, too. <laughs> He's just weird. And when fate brings the star-crossed couple together in an X-rated movie, chillingly titled Natural Porn Killers, it ignites a, a deadly sexual passion they can only satisfy with murder in the worst degree. <laughs> God, I, <laughs> I like that she's like, and just by chance, they ended up being in a scene together. It's like, no, every porn actor and actress has been in a scene with every other porn actor and actress. Right. It's not by chance that that happens. Well, what are the chances? Two paid professionals will be fucking each other. Right. Can't believe it. So this guy, Jason Andrews, he he's in the Marines. He gets out of the Marines. He gets married. He fathers a son. Yeah. And then he he's decides. Right. But then he decides that what being a, a father and a husband is not for him. Smart. So he, you know, what could be better than that? Uh, clip two. He pretended to have a British accent. <laughs> He had convinced everybody in <laughs> Chicago that he was from Britain and that he had become popular in the Chicago area as a DJ. This is the opposite of Stolen Valor. <laughs> uh, this guy must be from England. <laughs> and 27-year-old Jason parlayed that little slice of fame as DJ Veritas into his second career as a porn star known as Addison, renowned for his sexual versatility. He was essentially bisexual. Oh, it's just shocking. Wow. And this seems There's to be a, a trend, right? There's yeah. a theme today. If you're a, if you're a male porn star, you're I, gay I for think pay. That, I think that most male porn stars, just to get into that business, are just like, whatever, for a paycheck. 
right? Isn't that what's going on? Stop speaking from experience, Vinny. Let Andy tell his story. <laughs> like, can you imagine being that guy's son and like bragging about your dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, your dad's strong. My dad's uh, sexually versatile. <laughs> Andy used to be a Marine. Yeah. Was his name DJ Veritas? <laughs> yeah, his Project British Veritas. DJ, DJ Veritas, and his porn star name was Addison. I hope you have a bunch of his tracks that we can listen to later. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, so you enter DJ Veritas, Addison's girlfriend, Amanda Logue. And, you know, they seem to be on a very uh, parallel trajectory. Let's hear that clip three, Carl. Just like Jason had tried to escape mundane reality, Amanda walked away from her everyday life as well. As the wife of an ex-cop, and the mother to a very young daughter. All of this to pursue a new career in the adult film business with a new name of Sunny Day. Sunny Day, but you know that she's the mastermind because even though she kind of like did all the same things that Jason Andrews did, she didn't become a British DJ. Smart. So that's the smartest thing. She didn't pull the Madonna move and just start talking with a British accent? Correct. When I was down on my luck, I often thought about becoming a British DJ. (laughs) It's, it is like something that a desperate person would think it about doing. It might have worked better, Vinny. You might want to rethink that one. How dare you. Vinny's right. <laughs> so, like he's a success in life. Right. <laughs> there was a time when I wasn't sure if I was going to make it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so these two are a perfect couple, of course. You know, they're, they're pretty cut from the same cloth. And they start their own uh porn studio they're shooting all their videos together they shoot that natural porn killers video at but who wants to watch you people who enjoy having sex together have sex gross <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed in this whole thing right but so eventually uh doing porn just isn't cutting it for sunny day and she turns to craigslist where she meets uh what's this guy's name Scooter? Dennis Scooter Abrahamson. Scooter. Enter Scooter. She started responding to ads online. One of those ads was posted by Dennis Scooter Abrahamson. Scooter had an ad on Craigslist advertising for girls to come to his house and massage him. And she had responded on several occasions and performed massages for him. And she would often do more for more money, of course, just like most of the other young women who responded to Scooter's ads. What he told me was, I'm not paying for their company. I'm paying for the privilege of them leaving in the morning and never talking to me again. Now, imagine what a person that has to pay for sex would look like. That's what Scooter looks like. I was just going to say, he's saying, come over and massage me. That's an ad you can put on the internet and people do that? Uh, apparently. Guys, I got to go. Yeah. yeah. I was I, talking to you both. Carl's yeah. got some massages yeah, to guys. give. <laughs> Good times, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but is it, that's what everybody that tries to justify paying for sex. Oh, I'm paying for her to leave. No, right. this guy, it, you're definitely paying for her to stay and talk to you. You're, she only wants to leave. Right. You are paying her to touch you. That is yeah. what this is. Right. So Scooter is out with his buddy Maynard and uh, his Maynard's wife, Amanda. No relation, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they go back to Scooter's place for like some hot, nude hot tubbing. And then Amanda texts Scooter that she wants to come over and give him a sensual massage and make a few bucks. So she shows up and Maynard and Amanda are suspicious uh, or not, uh, Maynard and Lisa, 
Man, he's good. I'm sorry. I, can't follow the I know. Either. There's so many fucking aliases. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, the hooker shows up. Okay. Maynard and Lisa move to the swimming pool to get away from her. And I look over at the hot tub and her and Scooter in the hot tub clearly having sex. But what bothers Maynard is that Amanda is texting at the same time. Then she gets out of the hot tub. Why would that bother you? He's like, what on earth does she keep texting for? Do you know how many people just look at their cell phones during their job? Come on, no right, one cares. Right, during it's their 2020. job. No shit. Plus, isn't that like a uh, uh, category, like cuckolding, where the girl like is so bored with you fucking her that she's like texting with friends? Or I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't see the problem. My wife is always texting during sex. She's usually <laughs> looking up penile enlargement um, <laughs> methods. <laughs> I was just like, this is the most normal part of this story. Right? Yeah, I, I actually saw my wife texting during sex. I was like, hey, you get out of here. What are you doing with my wife? <laughs> so they're very suspicious of Sunny Day showing up. And uh, after they left, Maynard can't reach Scooter the next morning. He's checking up on him. And he decides that he has to go find out if everything's cool. Clip six, Carl. Maynard knows something is wrong. So I walk around the back of the house. The hot tub's still running. Lights are still on. Back porch lights still on. So he calls one of Scooter's relatives, who goes to the house to find him. <laughs> Lying face down, naked and bloody, on his favorite piece of furniture, the massage table, where countless young women have been paid to rub him the right way. Oh, no. Just a, just a sacrifice on the altar. <laughs> So can you imagine being the family member that gets that phone call? Hi, this is Maynard. Uh, is this Scooter's niece? <laughs> I think that your uncle's, uh, you know, porn star turned prostitute girlfriend may have murdered him. Can you go do a wellness check? You know, he was so proud and it, his, of his massage table. Right, that's the other thing. His favorite piece of furniture. I got so many HJs and BJs on this. All the Js. Now that would be sentimental. <laughs> if you're thinking about something in your house that's sentimental to you, that would be it. Right. It's so, not quite a pool table. Yeah. yeah, not like a pool table or a piano. But it's weird, though. The people that lived in the house before did have their fingerprints and handprints all over. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. That's my last WATP callback. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, it turns out he it's uh, murder most foul, Carl. Clip seven. He had a huge hole in the back of his head. There was blood spatter on all the walls, on the ceiling fan, on the mantle of the fireplace. Clearly, he had been beaten with a lot of force a lot of times. And whoever killed him also robbed him of cameras, a laptop computer, a credit card, and $6,000 in cash. Okay, now this is where things start. Wait, was it Chad Zuma? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they started finding all kinds of charges on his credit card. But um, so you would think that once you've committed a murder, the first thing you would want to do is start covering it up so that people wouldn't find it. But this is where, you know, things are – it's like the stupidest crime ever committed. Yeah. Because the evidence is just everywhere. Okay. Let's hear it. Detectives William Lindsay and Lisa Shoneman find all the evidence of the murder in a hamper not far from Scooter's body. And the hamper contained the victim's cell phone, the murder weapon, 
which was a one and a half pound sledgehammer, two different Ooh. knives, both of which had been used to stab him. <laughs> I don't need this anymore. <laughs> Are you telling me that this guy, uh, good old Addison, the DJ, came in? And splattered this guy's head like fucking Gallagher with a sledgehammer. <laughs> yes. Is that what you're trying to fucking tell me? Oh my god. Yeah, it would seem so. It's a sledgehomatic. <laughs> so even OJ's like, that's some really sloppy work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so they go through Scooter's phone records and they notice that there's a number that it turns out should be, you would think that it would be. Sunny Day's phone number. Okay. But it's registered to Jason Andrews. And these guys are, the, it's the stupidest pair of morons that ever, <laughs> to, like, I, I don't know how they thought that they were going to get away with this. Yeah. They're just like leaving the murder weapon. Yeah. And, and they think that they're going to dodge the cops by taking the SIM cards out of the Blackberries. But then they go on to be arrested for maybe the dumbest thing that you could be arrested for. Hold on, were you trying to say this, Andy? Uh-oh, retard alert! Retard alert, class! Alright, sorry, back out here. Uh, yeah. So they, 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 yeah, they get apprehended for maybe the dumbest thing that you could get arrested for. So, our crime analysis started doing the uh, background checks. And it was just learned Jason and Amanda had been arrested for shoplifting in a neighboring county and caught in the act by store surveillance cameras. How many days after the murder is this? It had to be within two or three days. The detective interviews Jason and Amanda in jail. What did Jason say about his number being in Scooter's phone? He explained to us that the phone was registered to him because he had a Blackberry, but also Amanda had one. Mm. So you, you get away with murder, <laughs> yeah. and then you're like, oh, you know what killing a gross slob really does for me? I, it really makes me hungry for what Funyuns and Fun Dip. Anything fun. Let's just go stuff, <laughs> stuff it down your pants. And they get caught for shoplifting. Yeah, usually crimes like ramp up to a larger crime. It doesn't usually ramp down yeah, like these that. these idiots went completely backwards yeah. on us. We just murdered yeah. the guy. Now let's go steal some candy from a convenience store. Yeah. Not quite the adrenaline no. rush that they were hoping for. Okay, so they're they're both you know in police custody, and this is where the line is drawn by who's the bigger creep. Of course, Amanda Sunny Day just throws her boyfriend right under the bus, and Amanda is quick to turn on Jason and blame Scooter's murder solely on him. According to Amanda. While she was performing in the massage, Jason Andrews came in and in a fit of jealous rage. He started just bashing him in the back of his head. And I, I turned around, I freaked out, I almost threw up, and he told me to suck it up, you stupid <laughs> You can handle this. And then he grabbed me by the back of my hair and drug me over to Scooter and made me see what he had done. And tell me if I told anybody that's what he would do to me. And that he would kill my daughter and that he would burn my dad's house down with him in it. Yeah. And then he said, yeah. here, touch this knife a few times in right. a few different places. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he said, suck it up. And she's like, I was trying to suck it up. I was sucking it up. All and I then do you, is and suck then it you up. smashed his head open. <laughs> so you, from what she describes, you, she's 
you know, she was just doing her thing and her boyfriend came in and yeah. you, the, and it's all his fault. Turns out they found those SIM cards that they oh, took out of their Blackberries. No. And guess whose idea this whole thing was? She's texting him back and forth how she can't wait to murder him. No Jason shit. replies, quote, I'm so glad you're really committed to this take. Keep eyes for a knife, etc. for me. You badass. Amanda texts Jason, quote, I'm excited. I want to after we kill him. Around 5.30 a.m., Amanda gives Jason the heads up that Maynard and Lisa are finally leaving, texting him, quote, lie down in the back and cover up. And when Maynard and Lisa have gone, Jason texts Amanda to get ready to kill Scooter, saying, quote, just get him relaxed and face down. Take your time. Either bash him or tell me to get in and where to go. Then Amanda texts Jesus. back. Telling him that she was unlocking the door and that she was looking for a weapon to bash the victim with. These people are fucking morons. <laughs> Total moron. This guy is just like laying in the backseat for God knows how long. Like maybe like two, three hours. Why are they texting these things back and forth? All right, here's the thing. I, I, I hate when I have to tell people how to do these crimes. Correctly. Here we go. <laughs> You have to come up with words that mean something that only you know, like, you know, like a pizza for CP. Man, I can't wait to get a bunch of pizza on my hard drive later tonight. How fucking dare you be smart? <laughs> the good name of pizza. Man, I'm going to eat so much pizza from my computer. It doesn't mean tonight. CP. It doesn't mean <laughs> CP. <laughs> Why are they texting? I can't wait to murder this guy. What a fucking moron. That's the dumbest shit I've ever oh heard. Oh my god, you're telling me. And even though that they have this whole conversation, that fucking moron was so brainwashed, Jason Addison, DJ Veritas, uh, he just defended her oh to the boy. bitter end uh, and said simp. she had nothing to do with it. What a sin. And this is his uh, audio confession. I was standing just behind uh, Mr. Abrahamson. She was still uh, massaging the victim. I struck Mr. Abrahamson the first time very, very hard. could feel a physical crushing of the back of his skull. I, at that point, continued to strike Mr. Abrahamson repeatedly up to a total of, of maybe 15 or 20 times. Each time with a greater deal of force. After I was done striking Mr. Abrahamson with the hammer, I just stood there and looked at him. And I just couldn't stop looking for, it was at least five minutes, if not 10, that I, that I stood there. And he would start twitching, and I would strike him again with the hammer. I then went to the kitchen, grabbed a, uh, a knife. I made three major stab wounds. So, yep, yeah, he ended up getting life in prison for that, and she got 40 years for second-degree murder. What an asshole! I like how he just bashed him over the head like Gallagher. I really do. <laughs> yeah. He just probably made some dumb musings. Where he's like, how come you drive at a parkway <laughs> and you park in a driveway? And he's just beating the guy over the fucking head. Uh, where was his British accent during that confession? Oh, that <laughs> yeah, would have right? been great if he was doing it in a British You see, accent. the chap was laying there on the cot. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you you like getting ahead? Now give me yours. All right, Bam. kids. Let's get down to business, shall we? Are Uh-oh. you ready for a real creep? We got one more. I creep know you today. all had to sit around through those two. Now it's time for a real fucking creep, ladies and gentlemen. My creep this week was born as Eric Newman. That's his name. He was born in Scarborough, Ontario, which is pretty much outside of Toronto. And let me tell you a little bit about his childhood. He was one of three children, and he was homeschooled for much of his childhood, with no contact with children his own age. According to him, his mother was obsessed with cleanliness, and would routinely lock her children out of the house, and once put her children's pet rabbits out in the cold to freeze to death. Even when he was six or seven, his mother forced him to keep wearing diapers. Both his grandmother and younger brother abused him for his effeminate tendencies. That's right, his grandmother made fun of him for being such a little pussy. His gra- his mother made him wear diapers until he was six or seven years old. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. They put the rabbits outside to freeze? Yeah, those were his pets. Rabbits live outside. Yeah, well, they froze. <laughs> I'm confused the by that. cold this. Ontario winter. Yeah, but that's where rabbits... But they could go and get shelter and stuff. That's they where just, rabbits live. She just outside. put them in a cage outside oh, okay. so they couldn't get shelter and shit. By the way, the guy's Canadian accent is super distracting. I know. It doesn't even sound Canadian. The guy's Irish. Oh, so, God. okay. So, sense. let's not get too hung up on it. Because our boy... Eric, as he got out of high school, he got into the pictures, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He got into a particular kind of picture. Oh, is it You know the, the ones be- where the men take their clothes off? Oh. Yeah, those ones. <laughs> right. He got into the ma- the male pictures, and he had many great porn star names. He went by a lot of different ones. He went by Vladimir Romanov, uh, Mateo Del Santo. He went by Jimmy. Jimmy's good. Justin. The other ones are hard to remember. Jimmy and Justin are good. Angel. Oh, and yeah. uh, Kirk Trammell. Oh, Kirk Trammell. Why did you say yeah, so? Yeah, that Kirk <laughs> Trammell. I'm a huge fan. Okay. That's not his most famous <laughs> alias, but we're going to get to that in just a minute. All right. Uh, this guy loves attention. And like your creep, Carl, he also kind of became an escort. And uh, he craves the spotlight, this guy. Okay. That's his number one goal is spotlight and fame. I want you to keep that in mind. Here he is being interviewed about him breaking the law as an escort. Someone asked him on some late night Toronto television show, a simple question. Becoming an escort, do you enjoy your work? Yeah, you know, I really do enjoy my work. Um, I get to meet new people and, uh, <laughs> all the time. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a people person and, uh, you know, it just worked out great for me. You know? Yeah, doesn't he sound great? <laughs> He just yeah. loves his work, okay? But he also starts getting himself in a little more trouble, Carl. In 2004, Luca first caught the attention of the Toronto police after he befriended a 21-year-old woman with the mental capacity of a child and convinced her to apply for credit cards. He then racked up $10,000 in unpaid bills. The police quickly caught on to this and he was charged with fraud. However, initially, police alleged he sexually assaulted the woman and videotaped it. But the police dropped the charge before the case went to trial. In 2005, Luca pled guilty and was convicted of four fraud charges. Now, uh, he's going to jail for fraud. This is his first major crime. Uh, they let him go for apparently raping a slow woman. On videotape? Yeah. I, why do they drop the charges? They were just like, eh. <laughs> That's insane! <laughs> oh, we're going to let him have a second chance there. Jesus. They're in Canada. And uh, you heard them use the name Luca. So, apparently, yeah. credit card fraud is worse than rape. That's right, Chad. And, yes, you heard it, Canada. Chad. 
Apparently, that's a worse crime because that's the one they wanted to bust him on. That doesn't mean shit in Tampa, though. Apparently. Wow. And apparently, you can't get into porn as a man without doing men as well. It's really upsetting. Yeah, man. That childhood dream shattered. Yeah. Now, uh, you heard them mention the name Luca. At this point, he does change his name officially to, you ready for this? This is his the most famous name he went by, Luca Rocco Magnata. The porniest male porn star name there is. That is correct. <laughs> it is up there. And uh, at this point, he's trying to have this real, like, fabulous type existence. I want you to understand the type of vibe he's giving off and who he's dating in the scene he's traveling in. I met Luca Magnata. That's his girlfriend, Barbie Swallows. It's funny because Girl the first thing friend. I said was, That's a man, I hope you're not going to murder me or kill me as a joke. The most weirdest uh, relationships that I've had, to be honest. Uh, but don't get me wrong, he was a nice guy. He was very sweet and very romantic. Like, he took me out to Captain John's on our first date. Well, he picked me up with a limo, right? Several. That's right. He, uh, not only. Second. He dated the lead singer from Motley Crue. <laughs> That's impressive. That's Barbie Swallow. Oh, Bob, sorry. It looks like yeah. someone else. Took me yeah. out all fancy to Long John Silver's. <laughs> yeah, I know. In a limo. Did you hear that? She said the first time I met him, I was like, you're not going to kill me, are you? Yeah. Like, that was the first vibe this guy gave off. I just want you to realize that. So he starts doing uh, social media hard, guys. Really, really hard. He put a lot of profiles on various internet, social media, and discussion forums. He created them over several years to plant false or unverified claims about himself. Magnata himself repeatedly dismissed such accounts as hoaxes and part of a campaign of cyber-stalking against him. So he starts posting all this crazy stuff online about his life and all these things. And then he claims, none of it's true, none of it's true. Well, none of it's true because he keeps making it up for attention. He set up at least 70 Facebook pages and 20 websites under different names. And in 2008, here is my favorite fact about him. Twice in 2008, he lost battles with Wikipedia to keep a page up about himself. That's right. That's how relevant he was. He couldn't even, Wikipedia couldn't even keep a page up about him. And he fought about it, Carl. Do you realize what we're talking about here? This is a level of narcissism run wild. Okay? And Wikipedia, 2008, not a giant organization. I, they don't have time for that kind of nonsense. Right. You'd think they just leave it up because, like, who gives a shit? So, it sounds like Bobo from the Stern Show yes. trying to get verified yes. on Twitter. It's like, who gives a fuck? So I'm going to show you a couple of clips. This is him interviewing to be on a, a reality show. And uh, he starts getting plastic surgery, guys. Okay. Take a little look. It was shortly after this that he began to get cosmetic surgery. Two hair transplants, like I said before. And I'm planning on doing muscle implants in my pecs and my oh arms. So go to the gym. You that just remains to be seen, but because that's pretty. You think you're a bit costly. of an addict? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name's Luca, and I'm a cosmetic surgery addict. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that was him He's originally. Good. How does he have so much money? That's expensive shit, right? Now I want you to hear this other question that they asked him. Same interview. You're gonna love this, Carl. I want you to listen to the question, then listen to the answer from this fucking meathead. How important are your looks to you? Oh my God, if, uh, that's number one. Okay, number one is looks. Number two would have to be intelligence. 
and I don't know what the rest are. <laughs> all I do, all I care about is number one, basically. Are your looks important to you? Uh, looks are number one, and then intelligence is important, but not really, not intelligence, just my looks. <laughs> Vinny, where does looks end up on your list of things that are important to you? Very low. <laughs> very, very low. Can you count that high? Maybe if I get my uh, butt implant, then I will get on uh, Canada's Got Talent. So he caps all of this off with his grand coup d'etat, where he goes to the Toronto Sun. He shows up in the lobby, mm -hmm. and this little publicity stunt happens. Luca dropped by the Toronto Sun's headquarters in September 2007 to deny online rumors that he was dating Carla Homolka, a woman who, along with her husband, murdered three teenage girls. She was arrested in 1993 and released in 2005. My own career is uh, kind of uh, going downhill, basically, um, these days, to be honest with you. And, um, and it's all because of this whole rumor of you dating Carl Hamaka. That's This is the thing that's... The rumors destroyed my life, basically, and... Um, I've been receiving death threats. My address is posted, that's why I had to move. Uh, I want my Pomeranian back. It was taken out of my SUV. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown here. My reputation is completely ruined. Um, I just, um, everybody said I want to set the record straight. That um, me and her have absolutely no connection. I go in to see casting directors, I go in to see agents. You know, they know who I am. You know, it's all over everywhere. So this motherfucker makes up a story that he was dating a woman who murdered three teenage girls and was released from prison. But he makes up the story just so he could show up at the at the so newspaper deny and it. deny it. Yeah. Okay. That's brilliant. It's crazy. Yeah. But it shows the type of balls this fucking lunatic has. Now, it always be like if somebody made up the fact that uh, a really successful podcaster was constantly talking about him on his show and putting out these dog whistles that he was really excited about doing a show with that other podcast. It'd be like crazy like that. It would be. This is where things start to get a little dark. Some people who are watching this know who uh, Luca Magnata is because there was a Netflix documentary about him after this next incident happened. His videos on the internet got incredibly dark. Then, in 2010, shortly before Christmas, a video called One Guy, Two Kittens started circulating on discussion boards. The video depicted an unidentified man whose face was concealed, placing two kittens in a sealed bag and... well... That guy didn't want to tell you what happened, but I'm going to demonstrate it for everyone here in the studio. Andy, I'm going to need you to hold this bag of cats for me. Okay. Would you mind holding this bag of kittens? Yes, I've got a I've firm heard grip of on it. Hold on. Just hold on to it. Let yep. me get this tube in here. I've heard of this video. It's hold on. cat juggling. <laughs> I almost pulled that clip. Hold on. I got to get this attached. Hold on. Here we go. Yep, just pop it on reverse, turn it off. Uh, I do not understand the smile on your face right now, Vinny. What smile? I'm not smiling. I just you, wanted to let everybody know what he did. creep. I just want everybody to know what he did. He fucking suffocated two little tiny cute kittens. I can't wait when stand-up comedy starts up again. I can't wait to see what your new act is going to be. So, it might be so, cat juggling. So, I'm suffocating <laughs> these kittens the other day. This motherfucker 
suffocated these kittens and a na- national international manhunt from like PETA people. Yeah. They they try to find this guy and they're looking really really hard for him. He ends up living in uh, Toronto in an apartment and these people are re- stalking him all over the earth trying to figure out who this guy was. Sure. And in the meantime, he's not getting any more famous. They're looking for him and they start this Facebook group where they're all trying to be amateur detectives looking for this guy. He joins the group too and then started sending them links to more videos of what kittens being killed just idiot. to fuck with them. So he's really crazy. But that was not the piece to the resistance, gentlemen. I'm going to tell you a little story about what he did next. Imagine a room. The only thing you see in the room is a poster for the movie Casablanca and a bed. This music is playing. An 11-minute video titled One Lunatic, One Ice Pick was uploaded uh, to a website called bestgore.com depicting a naked male tied to a bed being repeatedly stabbed with an ice pick and a kitchen knife. Then dismembered, followed by acts of necrophilia. The perpetrator then uses a knife and fork to cut off some of the flesh and gets a dog to chew on the body. Then he reportedly commits acts of cannibalism. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. What are we doing? (laughs) I just want you all to get into the vibes. Vinny, remember we're just going to have like a fun comedy show, you and I? We're going to talk about creeps and make some jokes and stuff. What what the fuck just happened? (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. What the fuck is going on right now? Not only did he make this video and release it, he promoted that he was going to do it online for 10 days. He was putting up clips online saying, this is going to be happening. One man, one ice pick. You got to tease it. Coming up. That's exactly right. <laughs> he did a teaser. I know a lot about the teaser. Teaser yeah, for smart. attention. And that is the video. Now, this video was so fucking vile. Now, initially, oh the police didn't even believe the video was real. On the multiple occasions, Interpol, the FBI, and the Toronto police were informed of the video's existence. For days, they ignored the video, assuming it was a fake. Even when a lawyer was the one trying to bring attention to the video. That was until a janitor found John's dismembered torso inside a suitcase outside a Montreal apartment building. That's right, the janitor of this guy's apartment building in Montreal, I misspoke earlier, found the body in a suitcase out by the garbage bins. What happened to the rest of this gentleman, by whose name was John Lynn, by the way, Carl? Got eaten by a Doberman? Uh, try again. Four days after the video was posted on May 29th, 2012, a package containing a left foot was delivered to the national headquarters of the Conservative Party of Canada. Take that! The package was stained with blood and had a foul smell and was marked with a red heart symbol. Foot. That's right, he mailed the foot to the Conservatives, then guess what he did? Another package containing a left hand was intercepted in a Canada Post processing facility, addressed to the Liberal Party. After finding identifying information among the suitcase and packages, police quickly went to Luca's apartment. That's right. So, where was Luca? So, where was Luca? Long gone. He was running away to Europe, not only to hide, but to have a grand old time. Canada tried to let transportation services know that Luke was wanted, but by the time they were informed, he had already boarded a plane to Paris. And by the time the police reached his hotel room, he was gone. That's right. 
All they found in his apartment in Montreal was blood everywhere that he had tried to clean up in the bathtub, on the bed, on the mattress. Most of his furniture and everything was gone. And they have security videos of him dropping all sorts of things into the garbage over these couple of days. So when they tried to find him at the hotel room, they said, is that in Paris? Yes. And he was, what do you mean he was gone? He checked out of that hotel. He was there for like a day and then gone. Okay. That's how you do it. So this guy ends up not just going to Paris. He ends up in Berlin and that's where he gets arrested. He was seized in an internet cafe. Now, let me tell you how this guy's caught. There are posters of him everywhere. Interpol's looking for him. They're looking for him all over Europe. And he goes into this internet cafe and a guy says, Hey, Aren't you that famous guy that everyone's looking for? And he went, yes. <laughs> because he's a narcissistic cunt. He can't resist it. Now, when the police catch him, noticing. when this guy who asks him if it's him and he goes, yes, goes out and tells the police that's where he is, all these police come running and armed into this internet cafe and apprehend him. What was he doing? He was found in an internet cafe reading online news stories about himself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is correct. Now, after they catch him, guess what? On June 5th, 2012, a after package containing a right him. foot was delivered to St. George's School and another package containing a right hand to False Creek Elementary School in Vancouver. You can guess who they were from. He had in the mail posted sent out the foot in the other hand to his old elementary school and high school. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the charges that Luca faced. However, on April 12th, 2013, Luca was indicted on charges of first-degree murder, offering indignities to a human body, distributing obscene materials, using the postal service to distribute obscene materials, and criminal harassment. Ladies and gentlemen, he was found guilty on all charges and sentenced to life in prison. Vote for Vinny this week. My guy killed kittens. That's the, well, that's the kicker. Well, he okay. dismembered a dude. He ate part of his body. He mailed limbs. This guy's the creepiest. He wins. Here's what I would say. He disfigured himself. A vote for Vinny this week is the downfall of the creep off. Because if this is the one we have to get to, this fucking level, in order to win, how will we ever have fun again? Yeah. I am. I stopped having fun. 12 minutes ago. I don't know if you recognize that. I stopped having fun when I found out today I was going to spin the fucking wheel. <laughs> so you just shut your goddamn Fair mouth. Fair enough. And don't right. Fun's coming back. I forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming back. The People's Champion is rallying. Oh. I need your vote. It's a new round. All right. I, when I suggested this, I was just like, oh, wait. They're just going to find just all these kid fucking videos. <laughs> this was a big mistake. So to find out it was just some guy cutting another guy up. Yeah. I, I think it went pretty well. Killing kittens with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and he's like, that wasn't that bad. I and don't forget. No kids got fucked. <laughs> and don't God. forget, technically kind of did because that slow adult had the mentality of a child, if you don't remember. <laughs> All right, Vinny. It's, uh, we get it. Okay. Go to thecreepoff.com and vote for who you think brought the biggest creep this week. Vinny, we get any voicemails? We certainly did. But before we do, I need to remind you that... Uh, We've got our very first sponsor, Carl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Our very first sponsor of the show. I'm sure they're going to want to stick around after they hear the beginning of the show. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, the voicemail segment is now brought to you by our good friends at... This portion of the Creep Off is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. Come see our number one attraction, the Thruway Entrance Ramp. We'll see you in Syracuse. <laughs> That's great. All right. It's time for the voicemails. 
uh, where to start. I like this one. Hey, Vinny, it's me again. Uh, you really need to dump Carl because he's fucking, he fucking sucks. Uh, he's basically a glorified stunt boy, if you'd want to call it that. Uh, I don't know where you found him, but take him back. Uh, I don't know if you found him like a, he's one of those like kind of slow cart boys who, you know, that type who aggressively fingers their own ass and then, you know, sniffs it afterwards. Yep, that's um, all right. But he just seems like that type. Plus his heart. Vinny Weenie, people's champ. That's a Dump Carl. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, I'm going to sue this guy. Oh, what does, where does he live? What's his name? I'm going to sue this guy. Hey, you have to wear Crocs. He never wears them. That's no stunt boy. <laughs> That'd be the worst stunt boy ever. <laughs> he doesn't do anything he's supposed to. Hey, it's me, Carl from Who Are These Great Pops? Okay, I'm not going to really do that skit uh, anymore for this show, but... I just want to let you know that I accidentally voted for Vinny because I'm stupid yeah, no, and no. I thought my vote already registered for Carl. Anyway, so here's a voicemail uh, vote for Carl. And uh, yeah. Vinny, Chinny, Spinny, fuck the people, champ. Oh, you dick. I love it. You dick. I love it. Oh, I don't I wonder what this is about. This is a courtesy call for a Vincent Paulino. Uh, this is Ted from the Proton Mail servers, the world's most secure email server company. Uh, we're calling to let you know that uh, you've reached you. your limit of 15 terabytes of storage um, <laughs> for the email address of CP People's Chief. That's not a real thing. Give you a call let you know that if you'd like to up that storage, you can just give us a call back. You are one of our platinum titanium members. No, I'm not. Uh, you know the number. Give us a call back. Thanks. Bye. Andy, have you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Andy, have you noticed how many computers and hard drives there are in this studio? It's <laughs> it's a weird, studio. Right? Alarming amount. It's we produce a lot amount. of things. <laughs> uh, so I got a voicemail for us. Okay, go ahead. This one came in from the uh, the WATP voicemail. Carl, Gary, Andy, I just I just went through it. Fucking terrifying. I got chased by a bunch of basketball players. It was it was. <laughs> Carl, you don't want to get down on Wheel of Consequences. Take it off the Wheel of Consequences before Vinny gets you killed. I barely made it out alive, Carl. You have to get through it. You have to get rid of it, Carl. You have to get rid of it, Carl. Okay, so I agree. Up. Let's take it off. Let's take it off right now. <laughs> okay, sounds very shaken up. I'll replace that with Syracuse, no problem. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, good. That was an agreed. That was Carl agreed. Anything else? I asked you folks on Twitter and in the Discord this week. All right. If you could... Do me a favor and tell me or leave us a voicemail, send us an email, uh, whatever you want to do to communicate with the show. Tweet at us. Let us know who some of your favorite scum paraders are. We're working with someone on doing a creep off t-shirt. We're going to make it awesome. And we want to have your favorite scum paraders represented on it. Mount Rushmore of, of talent. So to speak. Well, we can also have like Nick Bate on there too, right? It doesn't have to just be scum parade. Absolutely. It can be creeps. And by the way, shout out to Chrissy. For making uh, creep off T-shirts and now, beer steins. I got a T-shirt too. Yes. I have not put it on yet. I just got it today. But she also made these lovely beer steins. Yeah, it's very nice. With Thank the creep you, off Chris, logo, yeah. and I love this. This is going in my personal bar at home. Thank you from the bottom of my big fat pig heart. We're very excited. This is someone telling us their favorite scum parader. The scum parade is the one guy who took his kid with him on his like crime spree. I think it was robbing banks or something or robbing stuff. All I remember is that he took his kid with him to, quote, toughen him up. And I think that that is 
the smartest thing you can do. I wish my father had done that for me, um, as opposed to me finding his dead body when I was 14. So I guess in a way he kind of did toughen me up for the world. Anywho, prep boy Rick out. Thanks, Jesus. prep boy Rick. <laughs> God damn, all right. <laughs> there you go. And last but not least, our final voicemail of the week. Hey, Vinny or uh, Carl or whatever intern happens to be hearing this message. Intern? I'm uh, not too impressed with the uh, Cobra Commander lately. What happened to all of this that he's supposed to say in the, uh, what's going on here? Maybe that uh, clown could come in and do a couple of reviews. He might be a little more entertaining. How dare you? You're saying Cobra Commander's getting a little lazy? Is that what you're saying? Well, we'll find out after we listen to our Cobra Commander reviews at the end of today's episode, oh, Carl. Oh, we got an update. Uh, awesome. Are you ready for uh, Are you ready for a scum parade? Vinny, I would love to tell you that I'm not, but that would not be true. Let's go. Watch out for the scum parade. Oh, no, it's scum parade. Look out for the scum parade. Making Vinny's day. All right, we're going to start in Portland, Oregon. How does that sound, gentlemen? Let's go. Let's do it. A woman is accused of punching another woman on a Spirit Airlines flight after arriving at the Portland International Airport on Sunday. According to court documents, a woman and her two children, ages three and seven, landed on January 3rd. As the mom and kids were getting ready to exit the plane, the children had kicked the seat in front of them, court documents say. The woman in front of them, Daydrena Walker-Williams, took down her carry-on luggage from the overhead bin as she was about to exit the plane, then allegedly turned and hit the mom in the head multiple times. Walker Williams punched the other passenger several times, leaving the woman with a bleeding lip and lumps on her head. Getting punched in the face is the most pleasant part of a Spirit Airlines <laughs> <Right>. trip. <laughs> Andy and I have actually been on Spirit Airlines together, and that fucking thing yeah. sucked. Could right. you imagine how terrible it was for the rest of the people riding with you two? <laughs> Just those noises. Just crop dusting and giggling the entire time. <laughs> Strike one, you're on spirit. Strike two, there are kids on the plane just in general. That's a bad thing. Strike and strike three, three to your face. Your, yeah, strike three, they're kicking your seat. You you get three strikes in your face just for that. I want to say punching moms for letting their kids do abhorrent things should be legal. Right. Even if the kids weren't doing it at that time, they probably were some other point. Yeah. Just punch her in the face. That mom is the creep, not yes. the woman that attacked her. No, the woman who attacked her is justified in this behavior. Right. All right. Well, we can all agree that. <laughs> Walker Williams admitted she hit the woman two to three times in the face with her fist. According to the complaint, she told police she was upset Mrs. Hernandez's children kicked the back of her seat and stated she told Mrs. Hernandez to tell her kids to stop it. She said Hernandez ignored her and later hit her on the shoulder. She's being charged with assault and harassment. And then she told the kids Santa doesn't exist. <laughs> well, they don't. So uh, let's go to Chicago now, shall we, gentlemen? We're yeah. going to march on up to Chicago. Chicago police have charged a woman after seven children were found in a vacant apartment on the west side. Jesse Hunt, 31, confirmed to be the single mother of all seven children, has been charged uh, with seven counts of child endangerment. Now, you ready for this shit? Uh, inside the apartment, police said they discovered seven children. The oldest was 14. The youngest was 23 months old. Okay. We had an 11 year old, a seven year old, a six year old, a four year old, a five year old, and a 23 month old. They said that all of the children were in this apartment. They said that the sink was overflowing. 
the stove's burners were on, and the children were using a tub as a toilet. <laughs> Dude, this sounds like a disgusting apartment. The only way to fix that... Green screen. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> you had my punchline. Very but good. holy shit, these people. I mean, these kids are in there. Could you imagine, like, is there anything worse? They got the stove burners on. These yeah. are, like, the shittiest, worst kids ever. Well, it's like the 14-year-old is in charge of everybody. Yeah. And it seems like all the other kids could take care of themselves except for the 23-month-old. And the 14-year-old is just like, I'm not, just shit in the tub. I got TikToks to do. <laughs> I don't care about this. <laughs> So the mother is in a lot of trouble. The children told the officers that the mother had left to go buy a new kitchen sink. Right. So <laughs> yeah, and and the father left to get cigarettes. Yeah. And did I mention that the door was blocked by uh, a two by four? Yeah. <laughs> like nailed them in. It's a like no fucking adults. Looney Tunes style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Chicago. Wow. So uh, there's that story. Now let's go down to uh, Jones County, Mississippi. Jones County Sheriff's deputy arrested Lindsey Stevens on Saturday, December 26th for aggravated domestic assault. Now this is a terrifying story. Am I wrong, Carl? This is crazy. This is really fucked up. According to multiple sources, she explained to the investigators that she had a dream that her husband was, quote, messing around with another woman, which... Caused her to wake up, go to the kitchen, get a knife, and stab the man seven times in the fucking chest and stomach. You know who she should have consulted, Vinny? Whom? This woman dreamed that he cheated on her and she stabbed him. Holy fuck. That'll learn him, man. I, I, trust me, I'm not giving it a temptation if I know that just a dream is going to get me murdered. I had my wife chained up with those fucking uh, eye things like uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. That's what well, she is from When asked on. for a comment, the husband said, why can't she dream about cooking lessons and winning the Boston Marathon? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our final story for the Scub Parade this week. Holy shit. We're going to Winter Haven, Florida. And the man in Winter Haven, Florida, is facing several charges after deputies say he pretended to be a law enforcement officer and uh, hijinks ensued. <laughs> the Polk County Sheriff's Office arrested 37-year-old Thomas Lee Simmons on Tuesday. He's charged with armed sexual battery, armed robbery, grand theft, dealing in stolen property, and false information to a law enforcement officer. His arrest stemmed from an incident that happened at the State Plus Inn. According to the sheriff's office, the victim said he had been speaking with Simmons on a dating website and arranged to meet him at a hotel. This is the part that's crazy to me. He when, met a dude yep. who wanted to meet him at a motel yep. after they had met on a dating site. Yeah. So don't you think that he was ready to have sex with this person? You would think so. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that we're all on the same page on that. Right. This I mean, is the part of the story where I was just like, this, none of this is adding up. They're... Purposely meeting in a motel. Both of them are adults deciding we're going to meet in a motel room. Stay plus in is where this happened. Yeah. Doesn't sound very nice. So when Simmons came into the room, deputies said he pulled out a fixed blade knife from a sheath attached to his belt and told the victim to strip naked. He's like, yeah, that's that was what I was planning on doing. I mean, <laughs> you can keep the knife on if you want, but I was planning on taking my clothes off. All now, right. 
Then he said, according to the rest affidavit, Simmons told the victim he was with the narcotics unit and had off other officers outside the room. He also pretended to talk to others on a radio while he was in the room, deputy said. Uh, officer, why are you threatening me with a knife and telling me to take off my clothes? I'm just a tad confused. You're with the narcotics? Why are you talking into a television remote telling the guy that you're talking to the cops? <laughs> This is bizarre. The sheriff's office said Simmons then took his own clothes off and sexually battered the victim. This is the most terrifying part. That's the one thing he wanted. Yeah, but they don't say how. Yeah. Is this like dick kicking or cock smacking or Sexual battery. The word batter does sound yeah. dumb. Not knowing is the worst part. And you know what? I'm glad you picked up on that because that was my thought here. Like, it didn't say rape. It said sexually battered. Yeah. He's just like slapping him in the face with his limp dick. He then told the victim that he had agents going to the victim's sister's house to get her as well. Uh, that's what the police office said. Simmons is then accused of robbing the victim of his driver's license, passport, an iPhone, an Apple Watch, and AirPods, and three pairs of Air Jordan shoes. So this guy's pretty well off. And he's staying at the State Plus Inn. Hey, why is he beating up... I just want to point this out because I have a lot of friends who are gay. Yeah. Hooking up with other gay men is the easiest thing to do in the world. Yeah. That's all they want to do is hook up. So you're on a dating site trying to find some strange to hook up with and you bring all of that shit with you? Three pairs of Nike Airs? <laughs> Why? Why does he need three pairs of Air Jordans? It's a great he question. They were going to have a fun weekend out. Seriously. It's like, well, what are you wearing on Saturday? I want to make sure I have the sneakers that match. Yeah. <laughs> what? And probably because the guy looks like Luis Guzman. Did you see the picture? No, I didn't see it. He was probably trying to leave because he used a fake picture. And he's like, I'm not fucking you. I'm out of here. And then he got him at knife. You're under arrest. Yeah. For I just narcotics. Love the, I love this guy meets with up with a stranger in a motel room and brings the Apple store with him. Yeah. There's like way too much gear there. It's way, it's way too expensive. So you ready for this shit? The sheriff's office then found Simmons... He was at his girlfriend's house. Then when searching the home. This is the theme today. And Simmons' truck. Detectives said they found the items that were taken from the victim as well as a knife matching the description given by the victim. Simmons initially gave a fake name uh, during an interview with detectives but later provided his true identity. Detectives said he admitted to meeting someone for sex in Haynes County. Yes, I did sex him up a little bit. <laughs> now, uh, Simmons is being held at the Polk County Jail on no bond until a first appearance hearing is scheduled. And uh, he has a criminal history that included charges of petty theft and yep. possession of drug paraphernalia in Florida, as well as an assault charge in North Carolina. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are going to meet a stranger, meet them in a public place, please, for the love of Christ. You dum-dums. Oh, my. <laughs> and with that... I would like to say thank you for listening to The Creep Off. And thanks oh. for Andy the Goat for coming here. Uh, spinning? Oh, we got to spin. We got to spin the wheel, man. What are you talking about? I didn't close over? it. I, fuck, I was trying so hard. <laughs> I, totally, I totally would have spaced on that. Oh. All right, hold How on. How weird am I? This should be the thing I'm excited about. I know. I'm excited about it. All right, it. so let's talk about first the rules real quick, and then we're going to talk about what's on the wheel. Right. Now, this has been a while. I don't think Vinny's ever spun this since we've had video. The video component. No, that's true. Which means you can't lie this time. <laughs> you have to do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't lie. Uh, <laughs> Even though it's unreadable and nobody would know, I know if you I, did. You got to put this over where we can read it. Okay. All right. So real quick, what's going to happen here is Vinny's going to spin the wheel. It's going to land on a square that is his consequence. He gets one pass. If yeah. he says, there's no fucking way I'm doing whatever it is, then I get to pick 
the consequence from the remaining list of consequences, and he has to do that then. Mm. All right. Um, should we right. review what's on there? Let's we should. It. We also have to replace Crocs. Actually, I liked the idea of replacing the Gary Indiana with the Syracuse thing. Okay. I'm which fine Which means with we need another new thing. I feel like we talked about one. Uh, was it going to a store without a mask on and LARP as a... <laughs> <laughs> refuse People to wear are already doing oh, that. Yeah, I, the the if you uh, let's Tina, put out there <laughs> the Tina Forty host a super spreader event <laughs> is one of the consequences. The Bills are playing Saturday night. I'll be hosting a super spreader event at my okay. house. So Gary Indiana is now Syracuse. Okay, I like that. Okay, Gary is. That's a we'll write that there. Extreme. That's crazy. Crocs yeah. in public is going to be. It's going to be what? What do we want it to be? You tell me. We've had so many good suggestions that have come through. Uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, non-mask LARP because I think that would be funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what does LARP. that entail? Just real quick. What do you think that means? Uh, going into a store without a mask on. Maybe we go together. You go in and just yep. film me not wearing the mask. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, and just seeing how many employees. <laughs> waiting for the governor to tell Waiting for you. them to come and tell me to get the fuck out. And oh, I'm like, I, I have rats and I'll fucking LARP it up. I'm sorry. I have to go back all the way to the beginning of but the But I show. will get a test first. So that I know that I'm negative, so I'm not being an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to remind me, wasn't one of your uh, creeps aliases like Mario Cuomo? Wasn't it a spoof on Mario Cuomo? Mario Romo. <laughs> oh, that's Ma it. Yeah, Mario. Ro I'm sorry. Yeah, Mario Romo was was the porn name yeah. for David Meza. I thought that was a Cuomo uh, joke. I thought it was more about Tony Romo. <laughs> Is what I was thinking about. I'm like, well, no kidding. A gay porn actor with the last name Robo. Go figure. Okay, hold on. Dinner with the listener. Yep, dinner with the listener. Adult diaper. Wear an adult diaper and number Use one. Use it then. once. Yep. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Podcast series on a topic picked by the other person. Oh, right. That's the one we have to do five, ten minute episodes, right? Yep. Something like that and do a whole series. Tom yeah. Meyer's Restaurant. Oh, I got to think about what I want that to be. That's I hope he lands on that. That'd yeah, be fun. Yeah, oh, that would be good. Would Seven be good second topic? porn challenge. The Stuttering John book report that will be graded by an elementary school teacher. Hold on, slow down real quick because not everyone's heard the show before. So the seven second porn challenge is you have to go into a store or and a public area. And blast porn as loud as possible on your phone on for your, seven seconds. On your phone for seven seconds, like watching porn, like really loud. Okay. Yes. And then uh, Stuttering John book report. So Stuttering John book report's great. You have to order John's shitty book that no one's ever read. Yep. Read it and then write a report and then we'll have it graded by an actual grade school teacher. Correct. Uh, buy the semenology book, yeah. the autographed yeah. copy of it, and be seen reading it in public. There was a guy who used to mix cocktails, and uh, I think he has a bunch of recipes that involve semen. Yes. And he wrote a book, and you can order an autographed version for $100 on Amazon. Uh, truck nuts. <laughs> yeah, oh, put truck nuts great. on your car. I'm not putting that's them on my Cadillac. Funny. I'm not doing it. You have to. Uh, fine. Two-hour handcuff music punishment. This is all Vinny. What he wants to do is Ugh. have one of us be handcuffed in a room and have to listen to the same song on repeat for two hours straight. And I believe I told you what my favorite song is, which I shouldn't have done because I didn't know what you yeah. were up to. Yours was uh, Day in the Life, was it? You Never Give Me Your Money. You Never Give Me Your Money by Whatever. the Beatles. And, and I Day said we play that. Day in the Life is also that. great. But uh, you decided that you had a better song. You haven't told me what it is yet. Oh, I'm never going to tell you because yeah. I'm never going to allow you to do this to me. Okay. Uh, Baby so, shark doo 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 doo. -doo. <laughs> Uh, Cuties Movie Marathon. You have to watch Cuties three times in a row. Yeah, while live streaming it. Yes, yes. Which is Vic's, definitely a copyright infringement. Vic's stand-up 
or Seamus' stand-up are both still on here. Yeah, so that's where you have to redo Vic's or Seamus' stand-up routine at an open mic event. Correct. In front of people. And you can't tell them, hey, this is just, I lost a bet. You yep, know, I you just got to go up and do it. It's a pretend you're trying to be funny. All right, I'm going to spin this fucking wheel, guys. You ready? I am ready. I'm excited about this. Can you move the wheel? Just Can no. you angle just a little bit so we can see? I'm really hoping for... I want to, I want the seven second porn challenge or the yeah, uh, semenology. Fun. Those are the truly creepy ones. Everything else is just like tedious. And <laughs> that's a more like a tedious endurance trial. Yeah. But those two are the creepy ones. All right. Well, let's find so out. So that's what I'm rooting for. I'm excited about it. There she goes, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Round and round she goes. I'm just gonna let her spin. Yeah. All We're right. We're not gonna interfere in any way. I am going to take the consequences. Oh wait, we didn't add it. Did we add a consequence? Did I already forget? Yeah, LARPing in public. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And where are we ending there, Vinny? I can't see it. I have to do a podcast series. Podcast <laughs> series! I love it! I love it! On your topic. What's the topic? All right. So let's think about this real quick. I want you and I to brainstorm. Okay. First thing I thought of was My Little Pony. Okay. Oh, okay. That's the first thing I thought now, of. How many episodes does this have to be? So you have to do... Five or ten, was, it, was it five ten-minute episodes? Five ten-minute episodes, said? I think. Yeah, you have to do a series of podcasts about a topic. So, what do you got, Andy? What do you think would be a fun topic I for didn't, to explore? I, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, I, I wasn't either. So I, I like, should have already brainstormed. I, yeah, this. I'm not thinking about ideas off the top of my head. Someone just put no fapping. <laughs> the no fapping. <laughs> no fap is fun. That's a good idea. So we got My Little Pony. No fap. Think about something that Vinny certainly would Ninja not Turtles. Jeez. I actually thought of Ninja Turtles because oh. there's a, a sign yeah. behind Andy's head there. Or what about like a Real Housewives of something? Oh, Merit, The like... Bachelor. Do you ever watch yeah. The Bachelor? Never the Bachelor once in my fucking life. Yeah, maybe mm. like recapping The Bachelor Recap each week. Recapping The Bachelorette. Is that on right now? Wait, there's there's something that just came back on again. I think it's The Bachelor. I, oh, yeah, it's The Bachelor. Okay, it's how about this? Black Bachelor. How about this, Carl? How about I give you one week to think about it on next week's episode? You can tell That's me what fun. my show will be about. That's fun. That's a good idea. All right. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. I'll give you a week to think about it. All right. You have I'll one give week. me some suggestions, people. Send your suggestions to go fuck yourself at Carl <laughs> and who are these pods Twitter. Fuck me, man. All right. Oh, this is going to be fun. What a pain I, I'm man. excited that you got the podcast. This is uh, lining up perfectly. I got the music challenge. You got the podcast challenge. It's all making sense. Whatever. Enjoy the reviews from Cobra Commander, everybody. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. international student he posted the video of this online and then he went on the run and his favorite hobby was taking pictures of himself what's up peeps this is me cobra commander here with the creep off podcast review section how's it been going new year new me right that's what they say we've had a lot of shit going on here in uh good old america 
But uh, seriously, this capital chaos bullshit, there was far beyond any kind of villainy that I've ever heard of before. Uh, Donald Trump, I... I listen, I, in fact, back at the Guild of Evil Geniuses, we were we were like, what a fucking slippery dickskin that Donald Trump is. He tried to overthrow America. Seriously? You gotta, like, take on, like, a third world nation or something. You can't take on the America. What, a, what an asshole. <laughs> anyway, we got a couple of reviews this week. Um, and then I'll talk to you a little bit about Destro and uh, some other things that are on my mind. But uh, let's see. We got uh, two, two reviews here. This one's called, it says, Great Show. This show is almost as good as you, as do you party. Do you party? I guess that's another podcast. I don't know. If you love creeps, this is the show for you. It's hosted by one of the funniest comedians in Western New York and a guy named Vinny. That's funny. It's a, it's a play on that. You see, he's talking about Carl there. So funny. <laughs> the, uh, the, the person who wrote that is TRG Lover. Tur- tr- trig- Trig lover. I don't know. I'm trying to sound it out. The next review we have here says, "Get rid of, get rid of Vinny the poop." <laughs> Vinny is the type of comedian that doesn't bring his work home. Best part of the show is when Cobra Commander does an impersonation of a fat ex-bassist of a crappy instrumental band. <laughs> Wait, what? Fat ex-bassist of a crappy instrumental band. Who is he talking about? Who is this person? This is uh, this is left by the the user is who's right? Who's right? It's it's got a, a, a question mark. Who's right? I don't understand this review. Ex-bassist of a crappy instrumental band. Clearly, he's talking about the isotopes, but I don't know any ex-bassists that was was fat. I know the drummer used to be fat. But I, jeez, I don't know what's... Anyway, those are the two reviews for the creep-off. I don't know what the hell is going on this week. People are losing their goddamn mind in this country. That goddamn Destro, it's, he's so annoying, alright? So, but you know, uh, who's even worse than Destro is uh, Storm Shadow. Yeah, you know that guy, the fucking uh, white, uh, he's the ninja guy that dresses in white, you know? He'll, he won't shut up all day about revenge. Like, I'll get them all. Like, relax, asshole, alright? You'll have your time to get them all. I would rather have Snake Eyes here, honestly, but, uh, you know, he'd, he'd want to kill me, but uh, at least the guy is mute. I mean, Jesus. I don't have to listen to his fucking bullshit all day long. Also, what what is with the name Storm Shadow? I mean, it's a little corny, right? What does it even... What does Storm Shadow mean? The shadow, shadow of a storm? I don't get it. It's certainly not as cool as Cobra Commander. I mean, my name tells you exactly what I am. I'm the Cobra Commander. I, I command Cobra. It's very, very simple. Anyway, I hope everyone is in one piece and that none of you assholes were up in the Capitol uh, raiding and, and doing whatever things for that diabolical weirdo that's called Donald Trump. And hopefully he's tossed out of office or whatever it is. Because I'm telling you, the Guild of Evil People, I mean, uh, Evil Geniuses, whatever the hell we call ourselves, we we are, like, shocked, all right? We, we were like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking... He's a crazy... He's a crazy dude. I was like, I, you know what? I even came into the, the meeting. I, I started the meeting off like this. I went, la, 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 la. like, what the hell? 
What is he's, he's tearing this country apart. I don't I don't get it. Anyway, I'm gonna get back to you, alright? Um maybe next week I will uh, have somebody else in to fill in for me. When I come in again, I have a couple of celebrity friends. I might have them over. I uh, I know a few of them. We'll see. I might do a poll to see uh, a poll on the on the the, the creep off uh, Reddit subreddit, whatever they call it. Uh, I'll try to put a poll there to see who of my celebrity friends, Cobra Commander's celebrity friends, would like to read the news for you or read the reviews or whatever the hell it is that I'm doing here. I don't know. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you so much. I really, I could not do this without you. Uh, also, thank you, Carl and Vinny, for who knows what. All right? Uh, and I will see you guys uh, again very soon. All right? Stay safe. All right. See ya, fuckers. This is stupid.